This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good day once again, everybody, as we welcome you in for another edition of Jumping the Gun. It is powered by Patterson Square Garden. Along with Daniel, I'm Derek, and of course, um, we are here to predict games each and every week. Daniel has been beating me by one or two games weekly. Again, I will have a professional auditor check the books because I don't trust his math. I think somewhere along the line, he is still upset by the fact that I beat him on the season last year. All right, Daniel, uh, I hate to ask this question, but how do we do in week number eight? So I did win last week, but neither of us did really well. Um, I went nine and six, you went eight and seven. Um, at the end of the day, it's funny, me picking your favorite team and having more faith in your favorite team ended up being the difference this past week. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that, that yeah, would hurt yeah, a little yeah. extra. Uh, yeah, that right, was but, stung. I was happy they won, but that stung. <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was watching. Honestly, the, the Cardinals are having a hard time moving the ball uh, all night. And the Packers just found a way to get it done without any of their receivers. But, it's unbelievable. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get, we're getting started this week on Thursday night. The Jets at the Colts. The Colts are getting 10.5 points at home in Indianapolis. How about the Jets in an upset over the Bengals of all teams? Going into week number eight, if the playoffs were to start this past Sunday, the Bengals were the number one seed in the AFC. Nobody, nobody gave the – I don't even think the Jets truly believe they could beat them. And they bring in some backup quarterback named Mike White that nobody's ever heard of. And they go out there and put up 34 points on the Jets defense at home and beat the – uh, and, and beat the Bengals in their backyard, that's impressive. Now they've got to play a Colts team that, to me, the Colts are the best sub-500 team of the season. They're 3-5. and five. They have all the talent in the world, but they keep reinventing ways to lose games. Carson Wentz made a couple of bonehead mistakes in their last game against Tennessee, which cost them against the Titans. I've got to believe somehow, someway, Frank Reich has been all over these guys all week long getting ready for this game against the Jets. They are not about to take the Jets lightly. I think the Colts bounce back this week. I agree. I think the Colts bounce back. However, I I did want to take the Jets a little bit. But since it's a Thursday night game, Indianapolis has the, the home field advantage. We know that home field does make a big difference on the short week. Um, so I'm going to go with the Colts here. But man, some, those Carson Wentz mistakes... It was funny watching watching that game, and you're just like, as an Eagles fan, 
it's the same problems we, we were seeing when he was in Philadelphia. I mean, holding the ball too long, um, taking too many hits, the the throw that the almost lost him the game in, in regulation where he, he throws it left-handed right into his offensive line and gets picked off. And the guy lands in the end zone. So mistakes you can't make, with, especially with the game on the line. But for this week against the Jets, um, I, I don't see the Jets winning back-to-back. So I'm, I'm going to go with the Colts here uh, because because of the short week. Uh, next, we have the Browns at the Bengals. The Bengals are getting two and a half points at home in Cincinnati. It's amazing the Browns have the wealth of talent that they have and are still sitting at four and four uh, right now. Uh, Baker Mayfield is not playing with a, a, a 100% uh, throwing throwing arm and all that. And, and, and for whatever reason, you know, uh, players unhappy there now. Uh, people keep talking about trying to get Odell Beckham Jr. out of there. He's not going anywhere. They're not going to trade him. But there seems to be um, a little tension in the, in, the, in the Browns camp. And I understand why. I mean, I, I really do. Um, it, it's 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 understandable when you have that wealth of talent and it's not better than what it is right now. The frustrations do sit in. But I'm going to take the Browns this week. I like the Browns in this game. The Browns? You're taking the Browns in Cincinnati. Interesting. In Cincinnati, yes. I'm going to flip the script wow. and go with the Browns in Cincinnati. Uh, I think this is the beginning of the end for the Browns. Um, I'm not liking what I'm seeing from the overall team. Um, the, kind, the kind of the, the aura around their team right now is not very positive. Um, Odell Beckham was just asked to stay at home pretty much and not be not not participate with the team. Um, they're still trying to figure out what to do with him, which is weird because the trade deadline is passed, so they can't trade him. They're not going to waive a contract that like Odell Beckham's. So no. I'm, I'm not really I'm sure what they're going to do there. Then you have all the injuries that they're dealing with. Um, I'm going to go with the Bengals here. I think the Bengals bounce back. Uh, and I, I think last week was a fluke against the Jets. I, I don't. I think that was... Um, they, the, the Bengals gave that game away, and I think they're a better team than that. So uh, I'm taking the Bengals this week. Next, we have the Broncos at the Cowboys. The Cowboys are getting 10 points at home in Dallas. What a win by the Cowboys on Sunday night in Minnesota when, when everybody thought the Vikings would have that game dead to rights. And, and a backup quarterback named Cooper Rush comes in and has the game of his life. But uh, what's more impressive is the way that Dallas defense flies around. And man, they're sure tackling defense. They fly to the ball. They make big plays. They get, they get off the field and get the ball back to their high-powered offense. And it just goes to show you what an offense can do when you have an abundance of weapons like the Cowboys do. You don't even need a Dak Prescott to win a big game like that. When you have weapons like they have in a decent defense, you have a fighting chance. And that's exactly what Dallas did. So now that Dak Prescott is expected to be back this week, no question about it, I'm taking Dallas. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. That was that win was impressive for all the reasons you said. But but to add on top of that, they're on the road eh, under the lights. I mean, that's a that's a big spotlight to play under, especially when you play for the Cowboys. I mean, everybody knows the Cowboys get looked at under a different microscope than, than other teams do. Um, so that was impressive on, on many levels. But like you said, Dak Prescott is, lo- is looking like he's going to play this week. I don't trust this Broncos team, so I'm going with the Cowboys. The Cowboys, every week I've said they, they've they've looked they look like one of the best teams in the NFL. So I think they're gonna get this one done this week. Uh, next we have the Texans at the Dolphins. The Dolphins are getting six and a half points at home in Miami. 
Oh my goodness. Texans and the Dolphins. I mean, you talk about two teams that are fighting for the first pick in the draft next year. Uh, the Texans are just an absolute mess, and I feel for David Culley. I've said this on a number of occasions. David Culley is a good man. He deserves better, but he just doesn't have the talent. And as much as if I was a betting man, I would not touch this game. Um, I, I, I would lean with the Dolphins and take the points in this particular game. This is an ugly game and one that I will not be watching much of. <laughs> um, like you said, uh, this is a battle for the number one overall pick. But the thing is, the Dolphins aren't fighting for their number one pick. They're fighting for the Eagles' number one pick because the Eagles exactly. <laughs> are holding that right. So I'm, I'm going to take the Dolphins here. I, I, the Dolphins ha have no reason to tank, being that they're not even going to reap the benefits of that uh, of that tank. So I think the Dolphins are going to win here. And Tua, Tua Tagovailoa has actually been playing uh, not so not so poorly recently. The Texans, we all know, uh, they, they stay in games for a little bit, but then they kind of let loose in the second half. Uh, I'm going with the Dolphins here, although I'm not very confident about this. I'm surprised, actually, that it's six and a half points of a difference. I, I don't know if I'm that yeah. confident in the Dol in, in, on either of these teams. I think this is this should be a, a pick-em, honestly. Um, but anyway, next we have the Falcons at the Saints. The Saints, the Saints are getting six points at home in New Orleans. Man, what a devastating injury Jameis Winston suffered. Um, wow. And one thing I'll say about a Sean Payton offense, no matter who's under center for for um, for, for Sean, um, he's going to structure the offense to allow his quarterback to be successful. I don't think the Saints defense gets enough credit for how they play. An opportunistic defense, very fast defense. They like to be physical as well. And even though they don't have Jameis Winston under center, I do think they're still good enough overall with Alvin Kamara coming out of the backfield that they'll win this game and win it win it easily. Really? You think they're going to win it easily? Um, yeah. You know, I, I agree. I think the Saints do win the game. Uh, I don't know if they win it easily because I think uh, Trevor Simeon is going to have a little bit of a come down from last week. Um, I mean, you get all that adrenaline for coming in. You're playing against... Tom Brady, you get that big win, your, your your team's all emotional and stuff. Then you have to go play a team that you're supposed to be. That that adrenaline kind of goes away and now you start to feel the pressure. I, I still think the Saints have enough to win because that defense has been playing great uh, and the Falcons offense has not really shown much this year. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Saints here, mainly because they're also going to be at home. Mm -hmm. Next we have the Raiders at the Giants. The Raiders are getting five points on the road in New York. My goodness, um, what else can happen to the Raiders? They lose a head coach in John Gruden, and then we, recently their star wide receiver, uh, Henry Ruggs, uh, is involved in a DUI uh, accident that results in the death uh, of a person. And, uh, you know, first of all, my condolences to, uh, to, to everybody involved from the family of the deceased. Uh, to Henry Ruggs and his family for what they're about to go through. And of course, the Raiders cut him. And, you know, we wanted to see how the Raiders would bounce back after John Gruden would be, was let go. And they bounced back great against the Denver Broncos. Now here's another bit of adversity they have to overcome. Um, but I do think the Raiders still have enough talent out there. They'll get the job done in this game. You know, they're, they're battling to stay on top of that AFC West. And I think they'll they'll get through this somehow and find a way to get the W. Yeah, I agree. Um, like you said, this Raiders team can't really, I mean, you can always go through more, but the adversity they've come through has been 
as much as anybody else, if not more than anybody that we've seen. Um, hats off to Derek Carr. I mean, he, every week he's looked, um, he's come through in big moment after big moment. Uh, and like you said, they came back against that Dem- against in the Denver game after John Gruden got fired and came out with a lot of energy. I think they're gonna it's gonna be similar this week against the Giants. So uh, I do think the Raiders are going to win this game. Uh, I don't think the Giants have very much going for them so far this year. So I'm going to go with the Raiders, and I think they're going to stay on top of uh, that AFC West. Next, we have the Patriots at the Panthers. The Patriots are getting three and a half points on the road in Carolina. Wow, the Patriots at the Panthers. Uh, Panthers rallied and and won down in Atlanta. And as for the Patriots, uh, they, they went out west and beat a pretty good Chargers team. Uh, This is a team that's growing right before our eyes. Now the Patriots are back to to 500 already. Um, You know, Mac Jones is really taking control of that team, that offense. And I like the Patriots in this game. I don't know why, but I I do like the Patriots in this game. So what's interesting about this game is Christian McCaffrey was just taken off injured reserve and is designated to return. Uh, that 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 is very interesting to me. I think the Panthers could pull this off. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Panthers here. This is my upset of the week. I, I think the Patriots are riding a high after last week. That was a huge win for them uh, against the Chargers, and I think the Panthers surprised them this week. Panthers surprised us last week. We both picked the the Falcons to beat them uh, last week, and they came out and got the win. So I'm yeah. going with the Panthers this week too. And next we have the Buffalo Bills at the Jags. The Bills are getting 14 and a half points on the road in Jacksonville. I'm surprised the spread's not 24 and a half instead of 14, 14 and a half. Um, you know, Buffalo is a team that's a legitimate Super Bowl contender. Jacksonville has a few way, a few more years to go to hopefully build that team in the right direction around Trevor Lawrence. It's just not there yet. And it shows in their overall play and, and their, their losses compared to their win. And so I think this is a slam dunk Buffalo easily. I think Buffalo covers the spread in this game. You think they're going to take you? You're taking them with the 14 and a half points? With the 14 and a half. Uh, I think I'm there with you. I mean, the thing is, the Bills last week, they had they were playing against the Dolphins at home. And they didn't win by too much last week. So I'm that is a divisional game, so I guess those games are always weird. But I'm gonna be there with you. I think the Bills are gonna win this with with the uh, the points. I, this is one of those uh, shutout watch games because the Bills like to shut their opponents out this year. So I'm also gonna go with the Bills. Next, we have the Vikings at the Ravens. The Vikings are going on the road in, against the Ravens, who are coming off of a bye week. The Ravens Ravens are getting six points at home. You know, I, I think it's easy to take the Ravens, but you know, it, it, look at every week in the NFL. Look at every week in the NFL. Something has happened that you didn't expect. And while I do want to take the Vikings just to just to get a wow factor out of you, I'm not quite there yet. So using logic, <laughs> say, ah, you thought you thought I was going to take the Vikings. You were snick, you were snickering, you were snickering. You thought I was going to take the Vikings. I'm taking the Ravens in this game. You know, I think I need to hide my emotions. I need to turn my camera off. Is the thing you're terrible. Because, you're a terrible because, poker player. Yeah, because, <laughs> because I feel like you're reading my emotions, and if you see me smile, you you, you do what you do the opposite of what you're you're leading me up to think. Uh, I'm also taking. I'm also taking the Ravens. I wish I kept my poker face and let you take the Vikings because I, I don't know. I think we're really thinking about it. Um, 
but I'm also taking the Ravens. Uh, when it comes down to it, Lamar Jackson is having an amazing year, and I think they're just going to keep rolling, especially at home. Next, we have the Packers at the Chiefs. The Chiefs are getting seven and a half points in Kansas City. Oh my goodness, Aaron Rodgers is is out because he has COVID. Are you kidding me? And then supposedly, you know, back in training camp, he said he was uh, uh, vaccinated, and now we come to find out he's not. So the earliest he can return is next Saturday, November 13th. So it's the Jordan Love Show in Kansas City. But I, I, I sit here right now, and I doubt it. Green Bay's ability to go on the road in Arizona and beat the Cardinals, and lo and behold, they beat the uh, last undefeated team. Um, Kansas City's defense is a sieve. Green Bay drafted Jordan Love in the first round for a reason. Um, has not played in a, in a meaningful situation, uh, obviously because of who he's playing behind, a future Hall of Famer. Um, but I, I'm going to go the opposite this time, and I'm going to go against the grain, um, and I'm going to take Green Bay. I think Matt LaFleur, if Matt LaFleur wins this game without Aaron Rodgers, after winning a game without his top three receivers against an undefeated team 10 days ago, Matt LaFleur should get coach of the year right now if he pulls this off. And <laughs> this, so I yeah. got faith. I got faith in Matt LaFleur. I'm taking Green Bay in this game. Yeah, don't even wait until the end of the season. Just just give him the award just this give weekend. Give to him now. We'll yeah. figure the rest of them out later. Um, yeah, I picked the Packers last week after a few of the uh, receiver injuries, but that was because I had faith in Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers isn't there, and they don't have the receivers, so I'm I'm still going. I'm going with the Chiefs. Uh, actually, Devontae Adams is is he going to be there this it's, week? It's still I still wait and see. Um, Mark, Mark Scanling is back uh, okay. this week. Um, so uh, I, I, if, if Devontae Adams is back, even though he doesn't have history with 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 uh, Jordan Love. Um, I still think if just his presence on the field will open things up for other pe- people. Their leading tight end, Robert Tanyan, is out with an ACL tear. Green Bay just keeps losing player after player and somehow keeps finding ways to win games. And I think Matt LaFleur and his coaching staff will find a way to win this game. Yeah, I'm out there with you. I'm taking, I'm taking ah. the Chiefs. <laughs> the Chiefs, I mean, they they just they like to keep everybody in the game that they play against. I mean, the Giants almost came away with a win in Kansas City on Monday yes. night. I couldn't believe what I was watching. I was like, what? The, the, the Giants belong nowhere within 21 points of this Kansas City team. But Kansas City, just they, they turn the ball over. Um, they, they just have these de- defensive lapses. Um, Daniel Sorensen, I feel like the ball just keeps finding uh, Daniel Sorensen wherever he is. If he makes any mistake, uh, the offense takes advantage of it. Um, but I, I don't know. I like the Chiefs here. I think the Packers, uh, one too many superstars is, is gone <laughs> for this team. So I'm taking the Chiefs here. Uh, next, we have the Cardinals at the Niners. And the Cardinals are getting one and a half points in San Francisco. Well, the Cardinals will see them because they thought they could win that game. You know, with 17 seconds left in the game, instead of uh, settling for a tie and forcing that game against Green Bay in overtime, they were trying to win that game outright before regulation ended and it backfired on them. So Cliff Kingsbury and his crew fired up. Uh, I think Arizona goes to San Francisco and handles business against the Niners. I like the Cardinals bouncing back in this game. Yeah, same here. I, that end of the Cardinals game, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Especially, of course, I feel like whenever an Eagles player leaves Philadelphia, they just 
go and make all these big plays for every other team in the NFL. So Russell Douglas makes a huge, amazing interception, uh, pretty much uh, bringing it in with one hand. Um, but yeah, I'm taking the Cardinals here. I, I think last week was a little weird uh, with that ending, um, but I think they're one of the top two or three teams in the NFC. Uh, so yeah, I'm taking the Cardinals here on the road in San Francisco. Next, we have the Titans at the Rams for the Sunday night game. The Rams are getting seven and a half points at home in Los Angeles. Well, surprisingly, uh, the Rams let go of Deshaun Jackson. Uh, he wasn't happy with his limited role there. Uh, but then the, the, the Rams add Von Miller to go along with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey on that defense. Are you kidding me? Uh, so I think, you know, the Rams are gearing up because they believe they have a chance, a legitimate chance, and they do, of going to Super Bowl this year. If they can keep all of their primary personnel healthy, I, I like the Rams in this game. Yeah, especially with the loss of Derrick Henry. Um, but I think huge, they're saying huge. six to ten weeks, potentially. Yeah. Um, hopefully, for my fantasy football season's sake, he comes back sooner rather than later. Um, but... Yeah, no, I feel like one no, uh, no one uh, player for any offense in the NFL means more to their team than right. uh, Derrick Henry does to the Titans, outside of quarterbacks, of course. Um, their entire offensive identity is based around him. So I'm also taking the Rams here. Adding Von Miller is just unfair, I feel like, uh, to go on that defensive line. So I'm taking the Rams with the points here. And on Monday night, we have the Bears at the Steelers. The Steelers are getting six and a half points at home in Pittsburgh. Man, the Steelers won an ugly game against the Cleveland Browns, but the bottom line is they found a way to win that game. Uh, the Bears, you know, Justin Fields, uh, he's starting to make some plays, but, you know, he's still going through growing pains. Bears still have issues with their offensive line. Their defense has not been as stout as a lot of people thought it would be. It plays inconsistent. Um, so, so with that said, you know who I'm taking? You already know who I'm taking. Yeah. I don't even have to tap you. <laughs> yep. Uh, and I'm right there with you. I'm also going to take the Steelers. The Bears, like you said, Justin Fields is starting to put it together. That that play he made on that fourth down against the Niners, running all the oh, way ac- across the field, ending up scoring a touchdown, when all they needed was three yards on, uh, on the fourth down. That was that was what the, the Bears fans have to look forward to. Uh, and I think this season is going to be a season of anticipation for what this team, for what this team could be, uh, not really what it is. Because uh, I don't think this Bears team, outside of uh, Justin Fields, has a lot to get it done. But I'm also going to go with the Steelers here. Uh, the Steelers are getting into a nice little rhythm here, so uh, I think they're, they're they're gearing up for a potential playoff run. Next, uh, finally, we have the Eagles game. The Eagles are, are hosting. The Chargers uh, in Philadelphia. The Chargers are one and a half point favorites in Philly. How about Nick Sirianni running the football to the tune of 236 yards rushing against a very porous Detroit defense? And now they're going to play the worst rushing defense in the National Football League in the Chargers. Will Nick Sirianni stick to the run? Well, based on what we've seen him do through the previous seven games prior to the Detroit game, I'm not confident that he's going to stick to it, especially if the Chargers jump out to a touchdown or two touchdown lead on him. Um, you know, the Chargers need to bounce back. That game stung. That game, losing that game to the Jets stung the Chargers. Um, you know, they've got enough weapons to do a lot of the damage. I expect uh, Jonathan Gannon to go back to his two deep shell in the safeties. 
you know, playing them, playing them up in the stands instead of on the field and being competitive. So with that said, I'm going to take the Chargers to take a road W here. Yeah, if the Chargers didn't lose last week uh, to the Patriots, I I think the Eagles. I I would be a little, I would be a little intrigued by taking the Eagles this week. But since the Chargers, I think they're going to be a playoff team, and I think they're going to bounce back this week. It's just, I, if it wasn't for that loss against the Patriots, I would take the Eagles. But the Chargers are going to be amped up. They and they need to keep pace with the the Raiders. And yep. if they don't keep pace with the Raiders, we all know the Chiefs, they could wake up at any point. And the Chargers could find themselves in third place in their in that AFC West. So I'm going to take the Chargers here. I think they keep pace with the Raiders. All right. Well, there you have it. Our week nine picks in the National Football League. Brother Dan, of course, is gloating because he claims, he claims, and I emphasize again, he claims that he beat me by one game just a week ago. But I will have my day, and I believe this might be that week. Even though I made a couple of picks that are a little suspect, I just have I just have a feeling about a couple of games here, especially that Cleveland game. So we're going to come back, obviously, next week and talk about what we did from week number nine. Of course, look ahead to week number 10 in the National Football League. And until then, for Daniel, I'm Derek. Thanks for listening in to Jumping the Gun, powered by Patterson Square Garden. So long, everybody. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.